Oh, it's so 90s. I actually, I actually watched a documentary on on, on LL Scratch, man. It was actually pretty good. They got a documentary on that? It's on YouTube, man. It's a hood window. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of you can only buy at the barbershop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I forgot they did that one track, uh, I'll Take Her with, with, Brian, with McKnight. Brian McKnight. Yep. I forgot about that song, too. That was a hit, too. Yeah, man. LL Scratch had hits, man. Yeah, yeah, especially they they even told the story how they was able to get Brian McKnight to do the song with them. It was kind of it was kind of hood the way they did it, but it was it was it was dope. I mean, for, for Brian McKnight to be on board with these dudes and, and do a track with them, <laughs> and, and he, <laughs> yeah, you had, you had to be talented, you know. Yeah, yeah. Brian McKnight ain't just gonna jump on anybody, but hey, it is what it is. Absolutely, absolutely. Yo, man, yo, shout out to all those friends who 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 at, at Romeoville want to stand over you and hold a conversation while you're trying to eat your lunch. <laughs> I hate that, dude. Man, what is, I hate that. What is up with Friday? Dude, I just had my assembly this weekend. It was, I know, I know, Circuit 2. Yeah, it was very refreshing. It was, you know, about love joking with, with all your heart. And, uh, you know, just a very encouraging thing. Now, lots of good stuff for the young people. Man, and then they broke for the inter- lunch intermission, man. And I, I kid you not, not 60 seconds after we broke for intermission, got this brother from my hall standing over me. I'm trying to eat. I'm trying to chew my sandwich. I'm trying to get my son his food. My wife's trying to eat. He's standing over me. Oh, oh what you got there to eat? Oh, oh, oh. Hey, hey, you see all this so and so, they get baptized. Hey, you see running run to so and so? Well, I'll clean the time of that. He's like, dude, get out my face, man. I'm trying to eat. Is this right immediately after? It couldn't have been sixty seconds after we broke for intermission because I'm I'm still I'm literally still handing my son his food. Right. 
Like, who gets up and talks to people right, right after it's the like, prayer? Yeah, it's like, where's, it's always some lonely soul, too, man. It's usually some, oh. some single person or some old person. You know what I'm saying? Ain't never nobody cool like Brother Sanders. You know what I mean? And they just, they standing over here. No. Like, they, I'm like, where's your, you, you don't want to ask them, man, where's your food at? Because they might not have Brother Sanders. Brother Sand is gonna be like, hey man, I got some, uh, I got some, uh, some, some, some barbecue sauce in my, in my bag. You want some? You want some? Hold on, I'll be back. Brother, Brother Sand is out in the parking lot with the brisket going. You know what I mean? Yeah, he out there tailgate. Yeah, right. Let's go. Hey, hey, he, he, he invited Sister William study over because you know he concerned about her having lunch and her son having lunch. <laughs> So he could he cooking for he cooking for them, you know. <laughs> what is up with that, man? What is up with that? And then and then shout out to those friends who at the assemblies and conventions you come in the door, you you carrying like ten bags, you holding your kid by the hand, and they want to stop you and hold a conversation before you get to your right. seat. Let me get my coat off, get settled down, and get in my seat before you hold me up and try to have a conversation with me. I'm standing there, sweat dripping all down my face. You know what I mean? I got on a fedora and a wool coat, and I'm carrying a lunch bag, a book bag, and a six-year-old. You know what I mean? Like, yo, let me get them on seat first, man. Right. Shout out to them friends, man. Stop doing that. Stop doing that. Uh, breaking news before we go even further with our oh, shout out. Oh, we got breaking breaking news real, real, live. Real raw live uncut. <laughs> Too hot for TV. <laughs> Too hot for TV, baby. <laughs> the Knicks just fired their team president, Steve Mills, and now are looking to hire uh, what, what, my man, the president, oh, Masai Hijiri from the Toronto Raptors. Really? Wait, I thought he were already re-upped his contract with Toronto. Uh, no, according to reports, it's saying that they're eyeing him. They, they have to, to replace him, so... Right now, that's just the word for right now. About time, man. About time. Hey, I think I think Masai wants to stay away away from that. Uh, I don't think Masai want any part of the Knicks, man. Yeah, yeah. Like it's too much. It's just too much. You got to do. You didn't. You didn't build up a good foundation in Toronto, man. Just just, yeah. just keep them going. You know, because now you have a good reputation. Players trust you, fans trust you. Clearly, other teams trust you. You know to make the right move. So the only the only issue with that is the Knicks still got that same owner. And I kind of compare the Knicks situation with the Cubs. Like you know, the cut as soon as the Cubs change owners, that's when they were really when they were able to get Theo Epstein in and fix up what was a got a, a franchise that got hit with a tornado. In this case. He can come in and, and do all those things, but Nolan is the kind of owner that wants to be hands-on like Jerry Jones and call all the shots, man. I, I think they're going to bump heads if that happens. It's possible, but from what I've heard, to James Dolan's credit, he kind of he hires people and then he just kind of lets them do what you know do what they're going to do. Like he, I, I've heard like even from the players that he's the type of owner like. He just kind of, you know, he's not like a business mind. Like, he just kind of wants to be the cool face in the crowd, you know, and be like, oh, yeah, okay. I, yeah, that's the only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, look at me. I'm, I'm at the Knicks game, too. I got my rock band. You know, we going to play. 
ain't You're right. He ain't, you know, he ain't like just really sticking his hands in a whole lot of like alienating players and, and all of that. You know, but you know, he he does there is a image problem there, you know, because James Dolan is a, a obnoxious billionaire, uh, who's thin skinned and you know people don't rock with folks like that. You know what I mean? Right. No, they don't. They don't. But get back to the shout outs though, man. I'm sorry. I mean to interrupt. Oh, it's all good. News. It's all good. That was some two hot TV Knicks. uh uh action right there. That's 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 what it's all about, man. <laughs> you heard it here first. You know exactly. Vi- uh, 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 magnificent vibes, man. Pre pre recorded too. So if right. this comes, uh, if you ain't listen to, you don't listen to this by Friday or Saturday. We 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 recorded this. We recorded this Wednesday. <laughs> Tuesday, Tuesday, or Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. I'm so used to this Wednesday. Tuesday. My bad. My bad. Tuesday. Yeah, we, Tuesday. We might not so. get it posted till like Friday though, because I got I got some things <laughs> popping off in these streets. Hey, it is what it is. They hurt. It don't matter. We 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 the first ones to say it. So <laughs> Yeah, I was done with the shout out, so that's all I had to say, man. Hey, hey, uh, hey, and later on, man, later on, I got a regional and cultural question uh for you. I wanna ask you. Oh, ooh, nice, nice. I'm looking forward to that. I actually been doing a series of cultural regional questions on social media uh, so it's 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 been actually beginning some good responses <laughs> actually I, i'm gonna sh- i'm gonna share one of them with you all right please do <laughs> so cultural or regional drinking milk with a regular meal a regular meal yeah like dinner you having dinner you just drink a, a milk oh with no it. that's gotta be cultural because i i had never seen that like amongst you know our people that look like us you know Right. You you only time I ingest milk is with my cereal. <laughs> exactly. Or if I'm drink and yeah, it, it, and even when I'm drinking, I'm not a big milk drinker, but if I do drink milk, it's by itself. I usually don't drink milk with a, Wait a minute, who's with drinking a meal. Who is drinking milk with with dinner like, "Oh, Jesus, honey, that turkey was delicious." I wash it down with an ice cold <laughs> glass of milk. I don't know, man, but here, here's here's the results from that poll that uh, from that particular question because I asked five questions, but uh, one of them uh, th- that poll came out cultural fifty two percent, regional forty eight percent. Yeah, that's I was definitely say cultural because that's yeah, yeah, that's, that's cultural. That's yeah, man. Who's doing that? Like, like yeah. I would expect <laughs> most people. Even for like, you know, middle class, most middle class families of people who don't look like us. My impression of what you drank during your dinner was always like wine. Right. You know, like, I don't I don't know what you encounter. You know, you, you, you in a little bit more of a diverse, you know, area than me. But like, I always thought people just kind of drank, you know, wine with dinner or like, you know, water or juice or whatever. It's like, I don't even. When yeah, I eat, those, those are the basics. When I eat cookies, yeah. when I eat cookies, I don't even drink milk. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, and, I, I, and you know what? I forgot about cookies and milk. I do eat milk, drink milk with cookies, though. I can't do but, it. I can't do it no more. But here's the thing: ain't no, we, you know, we just had Super Bowl weekend, right? I watched nobody in with beer, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but check this out: it, it, it ain't nobody. You know, you have a Super Bowl party. You ain't invite you, when you invite people to bring drinks. It's usually beer, you know, soda, water. You don't have nobody talking about some. Hey man, bring me some D, man. Bring me a six pack. Of, 
a 12 pack of D. Give me that 2%, dog. Give <laughs> the 2%. The small car, you know. Uh, you don't hear people saying I don't that. I don't mess with 2%. I drink whole milk, my nigga. <laughs> bring, bring over a couple of gallons. Bring. Hey, oh, uh, man. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm lactose intolerant, man. Give me that, 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 that almond milk. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> we better thug it out, man. <laughs> drink this 2%. Who's drinking milk with dinner? Like, I can't even think of an item, a food item that that would taste good with. Uh, yeah. Cookies, I hey. give you a pass. Cookies, I give you a pass. I feel like, I feel like if you drink milk with it, you make your your meal even worse because now it takes you, it sends you to the bathroom quicker, and it washes away any like spices and seasonings that like are laying on your palate. Exactly like that. That's why people say, you know. If, they, if somebody drink like you know, somebody eat ghost pepper wings or habanero wings, you know, drink milk with it because the milk helps take that sting away. But that's pretty much it. Yeah, man, I, I can't, I can't rock with that. I can't rock with that milk. Oh my god! Yeah. Like, dude, I drink cranberries juice to dinner or or water or wine. <laughs> I got one more. Egg sunny side up cultural region. That's regional. That's regional. Um, yeah, that's definitely regional. Down south, they used to cook in that way, like which I was not used to. Um, you know, I they, still don't like it. They were too runny that way. They were too runny. But I like, hate that. People in the south, man, black and white, uh, they enjoyed their eggs that way. And I'm like, you know, I'm I'm a city boy. I'm like, I, I take my eggs, scramble, and, and that's it. You know, throw some hot sauce on it, and I'm good to go. Right. That's regional. That's that's the country thing. Yeah, that that definitely is. That's definitely a country thing. So yeah, that went sixty percent regional. So uh, uh, the, the people agree. The people agree with us. So with that said, man, <laughs> go get right into the show. <laughs> I ain't really got no shout outs. I, I, you know, my congregation they've been behaving themselves of late. Everything's been shout shout out. We did a uh, oh, almost forgot. I want to shout out a fan, man, a fan of the show. Okay. <laughs> Almost forgot. Um, Eric is a brother from Indiana. He basically follows me on social media. He posts a lot of funny memes and stuff on social media. But I never got a chance to really meet this dude in person. And I was doing the cards yesterday. And my man just came up to me and was like, yo, ain't you... Ain't you Rodney from the Magnificent Vibes? <laughs> I was like, you a, oh yeah, you a hood yeah, celebrity now. You a hood yeah, celebrity. I'm a hood celebrity downtown, man. I'm getting he putting the name out there on the streets. Passersby's hearing it. Magnificent Vibes. What is this? What is this? You know. So yeah, he came up to me. Hey man, what's going on, man? We all gonna do a new episode. I was like, oh, it's coming, man. Don't worry, don't worry. Shout out to hey. Eric, man. Shout out to Eric from Indiana, hey. man. You out of Indiana? Come around my way. hey he he, he's a good brother man good brother he he's actually a fan he's also a fan of the stay Oz podcast too so he listens to us he listens to stay Oz. yeah i think he listens to vibes and stuff too he mentioned the vibes and stuff as well he also thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed the brother sanders mixtape ah yes Uh, yes uh he, he he played it at work people was like man what is this 
like, oh, that's that Brother Sanders mix. They're like, who's Brother Sanders? <laughs> He's like, oh, you won't understand, man. Just listen to the music. He's like, oh, okay. Yes. Next day. Yes. Brother Sanders <laughs> will be back when the weather get warm. Brother Sanders will break out the grill for the congregation picnic. He will be back with some more playlists for y'all. Y'all stay tuned. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, and, and be on the lookout for the promo, too. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna have a he gonna have a Stacey Adams with no socks on <laughs> with some with some darker shorts and a flat <laughs> with them fisherman hats. He gonna, he gonna have one of them, he gonna have on one of them belts that you hang your tongs on. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Brother Sanders gonna have it, man. He's gonna be grooving. But yeah, he he definitely shouted out. He said they was looking for it the next day at work. They loved it so much. But he he's like, nah, man, I don't want y'all getting used to this, man. This is this is exclusive, man. You got you gotta download the podcast. You gotta listen to it on your own if you wanna check out more of Brother Sanders. So Absolutely, man. Check out the other older episodes, man. They they good. Yep. They good. I listen yep. to them all the time. Yep. Me too. Me too. So yeah, let's get right into it. Uh, we had the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, it was that Sunday. I, mean, I can't. I'm getting my days mixed up, man. But yeah, uh, we got the Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, one more shout out before I get into that. I pre- I had to give a talk. I had to give an outgoing talk on Sunday, right? Uh, sh- shouts out uh, to brother Rick Burke, man. Brother Rick Burke came up to me. Then he, I, 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 I don't expect nothing, man. I'm just coming there to give my talk. It's a 12.30 talk. I ain't stay for hospitality all day because, you know, everybody got plans on Sunday. So uh, he came up to me. He was like, man, sorry, I put you, uh, get, got you giving a talk on Super Bowl Sunday. I'm like, oh, hey, it's all good. It's not a big deal. It's not like it was at 3.30 or 4, 4 o'clock. It's, it's all good. He's like, no, that's okay, man. That's okay. You know, I know you you a big sports guy, man. I, I ain't mean to do that. I was like, no, man, it's good. It's good, you know, but thanks for looking out for me, you know. They hit me with that gas money afterwards. That's all I was. I was loving. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hit me with the dub. Hit me with the dub. <laughs> hit me with that. They hit me with that young dub. So I was good. I care less about the Super Bowl. I, I'm glad y'all took care of me. Yeah. Shout out to all those brothers who had to stay behind in my assembly um, and missed yep. the first quarter. <laughs> right. <laughs> what department was you in? I wasn't in one. <laughs> oh, you wasn't. <laughs> I, took, I took. I took this one off. <laughs> Hey, you know what? And, and I'm glad you said that because, you know, uh, it shouts out to brothers that, you know, some brothers feel like they got to take every responsibility that comes down in, on their doorstep, man. It's okay to say no, man. Yeah, sometimes it, it, you need okay. a break, man. You need a break sometimes. Especially yeah. when you got a family. And it's like, yo, I've worked at every assembly and convention since I was like 16. So, right. you know, I'm 35 now. I got a son. You know, I got a wife. Like... You know, man, I get tired, man. I get tired. You know, I get yeah. tired on the next go round. Right, right. It, it's you can't say yes to everything, man. And then and, and you lose focus. You don't get a chance to focus on your family during these assemblies either. You know, sometimes. So it's good, man. Shouts out to them brothers that that ain't scared to say no. I, I appreciate that. But yeah, uh, back to the, 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 the. Did you get a chance to watch the Super Bowl or? Oh, I get any. Super Bowl party? Did you see any Super Bowl party violation? No, man, no. You know, in my in my circle, man, wasn't nobody really 
planning nothing because of the assembly. So there, oh, okay. there was no real, real Super Bowl parties to speak of that I at least that I knew about. Oh, okay. Well, for those who, hey, I mean, you should know the score. You should know what happened by now if you haven't listened to this podcast. The, the Kansas City Chiefs, my boy, my homies, pulled out a comeback victory in the fourth quarter over the San Francisco 49ers, 31 to 20. I just want to ask you, Ian, uh, what was your biggest takeaway from this particular Super Bowl? Um, The, the Niners blew it. Niners blew it. Like I predicted, the Chiefs would win, but I, I had I had the suspicion, not the prediction, but the suspicion that the 49ers were going to pull off an upset. Perhaps um, they had they had a lot of opportunity to man in that game, and you know, Garoppolo, man, he showed us in the fourth quarter why he was the inferior quarterback. You know what I mean? Like those those two picks he threw were. <sighs> They, they, they were bush league, man. You know what I mean? Like you don't, you shouldn't make it to the Super Bowl throwing like that, you know. And some people no. are blaming Mike Shanahan's uh, uh, play call. Cow, Cow, Cow. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Cow Shanahan's play calling, and you know maybe that was a factor too. Um, <clears throat> but overall, the game was good. It was. If I had to give it a grade, I give it a B. Uh, as far as just being an entertaining game, it, it wasn't no blowout. Um, but it was definitely an interesting game. Um, Mahomes turned it on late in the game, like he always does. Uh, what else uh, did I like about it? Uh, it was just a good game. It was man, dude. Compared to last year, where with, with with the Patriots and the and the Rams and them combining for sixteen points, man, like this game was riveting compared to that. You know, um, right? Last year's game, I would give an F, but this year's game, I would give it a B. It was cool, man. It was cool. You know, I didn't know if you were going to talk about this, but. Man, what did you think of that halftime show? Uh, I enjoyed Shakira. I thought J Lo did okay. I, I was I, J Lo did what you expected her to do. It wasn't nothing fantastic. I've never been a J Lo fan to begin with. I think she's one of the most least talented uh, actresses slash singers. In our time, I think she's a perfect example of someone who has gotten by because of her looks. And you know, there there there, there are a couple of movies she did good in. You know, enough was she was eyed and enough. And you know, you know, I mean, duh, Selena, she didn't really sing no songs, but you know, that, that was an easy role for her to take. Uh, there, I just. You know, I'm not wild about J Lo like that, man. I mean, she she did okay. Uh, Shakira, I was more impressed with Shakira. I didn't think I'm sitting there like, man, Shakira's like what? Is she 50 yet? No, she's 43. <clears throat> she's 43. Okay, yeah. I mean, she still looks good for 43. She was out there doing it. I didn't get the whole Cobra la 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 thing that she did <laughs> at the <laughs> in the middle of her performance. But other than that. <laughs> And you know it was some controversy. You know, parent, a lot of parents were complaining about yeah their performance. People are just people are just looking for stuff to be offended by now. I'm like th- th- people were tripping over the the, the the stripper pole and her doing the la 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 with the tongue. And it's like put your kids in the y'all got toy room, y'all got play rooms in y'all house. Put the kids how the kids play in, in the toy room. They don't know nothing about J- Jennifer Lopez and 
and Shakira. I mean, just yeah, let them people, play with their toys. People were just looking for reasons to be outraged. Like, what did you expect? I I don't know, man. I I, I think their problem had more to do with the political message than anything. Like, I I, I would suspect. Because um, there were definitely some political things and, and messages in that performance, which, you know, I I, I ain't have a problem with. Um, I thought Shakira did a good job. I, I thought I really enjoyed J-Lo, man. Like, for, for her to be 50 and to be able to get up on that pole like that, I, like, that was a, to me, that was a, like, that was like a GOAT performance, like, as far as halftime show. I would put that up hey. there. I would put that up there with the Prince show and the Beyonce show. Hey, Ian, a brother at a party at my in-law, was a brother uh, at the party, he was like, is that, uh, is that pole spinning by itself, or is she really spinning on the pole? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's a remote control spinning pole. I'm like, uh, hey, I, that was impressive. She, like I said, the, the, the fact that she's 50 and she did what she did, that, again, hats off to her. It's just that I've never been a big fan of her music, so it was hard for me to get excited. Like the dancing and stuff, the choreography, great. All of that was perfect. You know, they did a great job. If I had to rate this Super Bowl, I would give it a B minus. I think it was it was definitely a big step over Maroon Five last year. That was trash. But that whole that whole Super Bowl last year was just trash. Yeah, that whole so the, the whole Super Bowl in general that was a big fat F. But this this one in general, overall, this Super Bowl, I'm I'm gonna give it a B minus. I thought the game, the halftime, and and honestly, the commercials was real was pretty good this year. I, better than in previous years. Man, I hated the commercials. Man, those commercials was basura. <laughs> I I enjoy. I would say the first during the the commercials during the first half of the game were good. But then in the second half, I felt like they started getting too sappy, too sad. And, I did not and like all these not inspirational. One, I did not like not one commercial. Like, not one, sir. <laughs> like, no, no commercial. <laughs> you ain't like the the, 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 the the dancing with the legs and stuff? That, that, little... that commercial was a minute and 18 seconds long. Why is it so long? It's like. It's like y'all trying too hard, man. Like y'all trying too hard. Like I enjoyed that commercial. Okay, we get it. It's tax, it like it made me not want to go through TurboTax. Like, like <laughs> that was like yo yo age your father trying to be hip. That's what it, it reminded me of, man. Like, all right, we get it. People dance because they getting their money. They getting taxes back. Like, we get it. Why is this commercial yeah. a minute and eighteen seconds long? You could have cut that. You didn't. You didn't like the kid that was running from, you know, dodging all the players and stuff like that. And then he actually, you know, ran into the stadium for real. I, I, I that like was dope. none, sir. <laughs> hey, you ain't like Lil Nas X. <laughs> this is terrible. Hey, that was actually the, the best commercial. Then you had, you had the Cheeto commercial with MC Hammer. It didn't even Stop. like that was terrible. It didn't even make pause. me want Cheetos. It just kind of reminded me, like, yeah, Cheetos is kind of trash. Like, Ian, pause, pause for a second, dude. I don't like this idea of Cheetos being popcorn. Am I the only one on Earth that feels this way? Cheetos popcorn. You didn't see the commercial? Was that the MC Hammer one? I think it was the MC Hammer one. I don't even remember what. Like, you, you, that's how bad the commercial was. It's like. <laughs> like it made me remember, like, oh yeah, hammer, 
Hammer used to be that dude 30 years ago, but then I was like, wait a minute, like, that ain't how he made Can't Touch This. Like, that was a sample. He wasn't sitting at a piano, like, banging out a tune. And then, like, he got the Cheeto dust on his fingers. It's like, oh, man, that made me not want Cheetos. And then it made me think, too, like, do these kids even know who Hammer is? Like, they don't even know who Mickey Young no. is. Like, how do they all know who exactly. Hammer is? Man, those commercials. And Hammer crash. looks... It, d- he looks CGI'd in too. Like <laughs> they use de-aging technology on him. Right, right. They did the what that the Will Smith movie that he came out with. The <laughs> commercials was trash. You ain't gonna have a a, a, a commercial for a, a veterinarian that cures cancer in dogs, man. Yo, like I know real people with cancer, man, who can't get cured, and y'all y'all run a commercial for dogs. <laughs> man, let that dog die, man. Let that dog die. <laughs> I like animals and everything, but come on, your dog got cancer. It's a wrap. Buy another one. <laughs> Pure cancer and people first. Pure cancer and people first. And then we'll get to the dog. Right. That's that's yeah. That's culture. I, I kind of the the dog commercial really didn't. I I think I I, I saw it then I got up to go get some another second serving uh, food. So I don't even. Yeah, you I ain't even think. Man, yeah, the Post Malone commercial that. was trash. That was trash. The the worst commercial in so my long? opinion. Why was it so long? <sighs> I really don't care for Post Malone to begin with. And then so. you stole the idea from the movie Inside Out, just like how you steal black people's music. And then the commercial was just too long, man. Yeah. I I the the commercial that I hated the most was when. The, I think that it, the horse had pooped in the house or something like that. It was supposed to be like a paper towel commercial where everybody's got to clean the poop from from everywhere. They had all these celebrities in there. That was terrible. I hated that commercial. I hated that. That was the worst one in my. That opinion. was another Other one that, that was just trying too hard. Yeah, they, they was trying too hard. But I I was you know. I, I would say what you would rate the commercials then. I, 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 I see you rating it a big fat F. F. I like none, sir. <laughs> I got, I'm going C on this one, man. I'm going C. Just because I felt like the first half commercials was better. Second half, it kind of, you know, teetered off. But thankfully, the game got better, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, one thing so I want to say out. about the game, too, man. Yo, Mahomes, you know, congratulations to him winning his first Super Bowl. Lamar Jackson. You, he, you know, he won the MVP or whatever, but he's on notice now because right now Mahomes got the bragging rights. You got the MVP, Mahomes got it last year. Lamar Jackson, I'm gonna need you to show up. I'm gonna need you to to to, to do something next year. Yeah, it's gonna it's it's gonna be tougher because now everybody's got film, so and and it's gonna be time for them to make adjustments. So uh, we'll see, but. Mahomes is Mahomes is proven, man. This dude, that third down pass on third and fifteen, man. I mean, I didn't expect that. I, I thought at this point, I didn't think. I thought the game was over. I thought they were gonna just go. I, I thought we was gonna be taking our hats off to Jimmy G in the in the San Francisco 49ers. And when he hit Tyreek Hill on that 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 long bomb, and then Richard Sherman gets gets burnt. On Sammy Watkins, the next play, yeah. I was like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, that was that was a good play. That was good special series man. of plays, I should say." Oh, what's up? We yeah. we got another notification. 
yeah, yeah, but it's 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 the wifey, man. It's the wifey, Sydney, Sydney stuff, personal Sydney stuff. Oh, so. okay, okay, all right. My, my dog, my dog's with the uh, the the wifey. Okay, all right, all right. If Sydney ain't got cancer. No, 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 he ain't got cancer. He good. Because if he do, he's no way to take it. <laughs> yeah, I know that commercial, right? right. <laughs> ain't no way. <laughs> Ain't no way. Hey, hey, I love Sydney to death, but when it's time, it's time. It's time. We got to put him down. We got to put him down. Oh, man. I want to say, too, man, congratulations to Andy Reid. I was so happy for him. Yes. Uh, yes. He was out there looking like a, 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 a walrus. <laughs> um, great, great, great cap to his career, man. Um, yeah, I, I was telling somebody at the, at the Super Bowl party, I was like, man, Andy Reid looked like his favorite food is pork chops. He looked like his favorite food is diabetes. <laughs> That dude, man, he that he's been like he's and that's crazy. They show young pictures of him. He's been big all his life. Yeah, yeah, he has, man. But congratulations to him, man. Like the, the Super yeah. Bowl was a great cap, a great crescendo. So what I feel is like one of the most was one of the most entertaining NFL seasons we've had in a while. Um, oh, it has. Been. You know, it started off. It started off with a bang. With all this Kaepernick stuff, is he going to play for the league? Is he not? Then the Jay-Z deal. Then you had the Andrew Luck announcement right in the beginning of the season. And then um, uh, what else? You had the then Antonio Brown. You know, he promptly got up to shenanigans and, and his storyline was entertaining. You had the Baker Mayfield talking trash and getting humble time and time again. You had the Steelers-Brown fight with the helmets. And then, of course, yeah, Odell the- Beckham. Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, um, Talking about some, hey, hey, come get me <laughs> at the games. <laughs> the Browns lose. He going up the players. Talking about some, hey, come get me, man. <laughs> yeah, man. The oh, Browns. Man. I, I, I never bought into them because remember in the preseason, oh, I was talking about the Browns are going to go to the Super Bowl, and I'm like, come on. We predicted it on our show, man. We, if you guys want to backtrack, go ahead. We already said the orange helmets wasn't going nowhere. Exactly. All that hype, you know, it wasn't nothing. And let's Baker not, Mayfield's trash. And let's not forget, let's not forget the Pats getting knocked out in the wild card game. So oh, this was, that was one of the best moments of my of my life. This this NFL season was highly entertaining, man. Highly entertaining. Yeah, very very much so. The twenty four point comeback by Kansas City, like I watched. I, I must admit, I watched that whole game. And when they went down twenty four to zero, I was just like, man, this is. I don't know, man. This don't feel like the Texans are going to... I just felt like something's going to happen where they was going to blow that game. And pretty much they did, man. But big shout, big shout out to, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes for winning the MVP. And, and, and for those, I got a message for, you know, because I got a few Patty Mahomes haters out there. I got a message for y'all. For those that think that Patty didn't deserve to win the MVP for the Super Bowl and felt that it should have went to Damian Williams or Tyreek Hill, that's nonsense. Well, this, well, they, they have an argument there. They have an argument. I don't think they have an argument. Because, and I'm, I'm, not, a, I'm not a Mahomes hater by any means, but he was, he, he kind of was coming up short for at least two quarters of that game. Mm-hmm. And it was those guys who were keeping him in the game. So, you know, I they, they have an argument there. Like, by default, I, he's always going to go to the quarterback. 
here's my thing. Here's my thing. The the Falcons were up twenty eight to three on the Patriots. The Patriots, for three quarters, Tom Brady played some of the worst football I've ever seen him play in his career. They came back. Tom Brady wins MVP. No one said anything about Tom Brady not deserving to win that MVP that year. Patty Mahomes pretty much had an identical game, except that he wasn't down as many points, but he had an identical game where the first three three quarters, he was average. But then in the fourth quarter, he willed them to victory. He he had three straight scoring drives under eight minutes. That's impressive, dude. I I the Damian That's Williams impressive. touchdown at the end, that was just a that was just a garbage time touchdown to, to that was like a stat pattern. So of course, if you look at the numbers after the game, you're gonna look at Damian Williams and say, Oh, he read rushed for hundred some yards, he got two touchdowns, one one uh rushing, one receiving. But who made the important throws when it counted? It, it was Mahomes. Yeah, I, I, I see what you, I understand both sides of the argument. Like someone had to throw the ball and orchestrate those those last three drives, but somebody had to run the ball too. So you know, yeah. I understand both sides of the argument. And to be fair, like Mahomes didn't play that well the whole game. Like yeah, he got it together at the end, like he always do. But it's I don't think that's a crazy thing to say that those other guys should have been you know what i mean like in the conversation for mvp i don't think that's crazy yeah i, I just feel like if you're gonna say tom that, brady didn't deserve it either though like like i didn't i didn't think so either really i didn't wanna... think so either but but you know what's gonna happen to me i'm gonna get attacked i'm gonna get attacked by all these tom brady lovers and, and patriots love oh uh, uh, you're a hater you're a hater that's why you're saying that and it's like wait <laughs> didn't didn't julia Edelman catch the one of the greatest make one of the greatest catches in Super Bowl history that saved that drive to for in order for the Patriots to sustain that comeback. But hey, I digress. I digress. Um, I'm, that's another story. Brady ain't in the Super Bowl this year. I, I, I brought him up, but hey, it is what it is. I felt like Mahomes deserved it. it. Is you know, for those who feel like Daniel and, and, and Tyree Hill should have got it, hey, to each his own. <laughs> I disagree heavily, but it is what it is. Anything else about this Super Bowl before we move on? Nah, man, that's all I got. That's all I got too, man. Let's move on to to some NBA real quick before we get into Kobe. Have you seen the contestants for the All Star for the dunk contest? Yes, I. Uh, well, wait, did I? Not all of them. Not all of them. I there was this one. There's another thing I want to bring up later in our award ceremony. So. Okay. Oh, somebody's getting an award. Yeah. <laughs> somebody's getting a, somebody's getting the essence. <laughs> you know what? Then we ain't gonna talk about it yet. I, I I can't wait to hear it. We'll wait to the end. <laughs> but uh, end man, we you know, a week ago we had the unfortunate passing of Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gigi and seven others. That were on that plane. I mean, a helicopter crash that happened on Sunday. My question to you, Ian, is where were you when it happened? When you found the news? It was about 1.32 o'clock. You know, my meeting's at 9.30, so I came in, ate lunch or whatever, and was lying down in the bedroom for a nap. And my wife was... Oh, excuse me. I'm going to sneeze. Hold on. I don't want to come out. 
hate hate it when it happens. <laughs> um, hate that too, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, my wife was in the other room and she she called out like Kobe Bryant died, and like I thought like I was like dreaming because I was kind of like half awake, half sleep. And I said, Kobe Bryant, the basketball player, and she was like, Yeah. And I was like, Nah, he ain't old. You know what I mean? Like, like he. he, he <laughs> you thought he had a natural right? Cause. Like that couldn't be true. So then, like for that reason, I couldn't sleep after she said that. So about ten minutes later, I, I googled it, and I see the story come right up. Kobe Bryant dies in a helicopter. And I was like, Oh snap! And then, like the first thing I thought of was like, Man, I wonder if his daughter was with him because. As of lately, they were inseparable, you know, and, um, you know, the details started trickling in, you know, people were saying Rick Fox was on the plane, you know, all this other stuff. But, you know, I was I was, you know, for the first 24 hours, 48 hours, maybe I was I was disturbed. I was saddened. I was, you know, shocked. But, you know, I ain't ain't cried, man. I went with these dudes. I had I was crying about it. Like. I, I was just definitely, you know, just just sad to see that news and to see him go down like that in such a, you know, spectacular way and, and, and taking mm-hmm. seven other people with him and his daughter dying at a young age. And that's just, you know, that's tragic under any circumstances. But yeah, know, to go out like that, man, it's just it, that's just a very sensational death, you know what I mean? Like, to say the least. But, um, you know. I'm, I'm at this point, man. I'm just kind of Kobe fatigued right now, man, because all the conversation has gone down about it, and you know, like it's it's funny, man. I don't know if you 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 experience this, but like people always got to try to have like the opposite take on something. Like they <laughs> they see everybody is like grieving, and then they got to say something stupid, like you know, and it's always like. It's always like, you know, our people. Hey, what they say, man? What, what, what they be saying? It's our people, man. Our weird JW friends. Like, I kid you not, man. This one brother at my hall. He's a, he's like intense anyway, right? He goes, yeah, he, he, he was in a helicopter because he didn't like waiting in the traffic. So he paid the price. It's like, well. What? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, well, that's a cruel thing to say. Like, that's a terrible thing to say. Then, then I was at the assembly, and um, me and another brother and, and, and Joe Abraham, we were sitting around talking about Kobe, and this other brother who wasn't even in our conversation was walking past. He hears Kobe's name, and he just interjects himself into the conversation, and he goes, he goes, man was not created to fly in the sky like a bird. And I was like, yeah, but, you know, uh, we got airplanes. It's like, you, he, he act like Kobe Bryant, like, strapped on some wings and, like, like flew too close to the sun, yeah. like, Icarus and, and, and paid yeah. the Because he was flying as an affront to God himself, you know what I mean? Oh, like, why do people got to say stuff like that? It was a tragedy. Everybody's interpreting it as a tragedy, as they should. Like, why you got to come in with this, like, different, like, deep take on it? Like, yeah, man, we ain't created to fly, but we have these things called planes and helicopters that allow us to do so. Like, how you think our branch representative got here? He flew. Right. Yep. And on all that, he paid the price because he was impatient. It's like, it's like, you sound stupid, man. Just... The number of plane crashes and helicopter crashes per year are very slim compared to motorcycle accidents, car accidents, you know, train accidents. So you could be in a car and get killed. Like, what's what's your point? 
Yeah, yeah. Like it's like, come on, man. It was a tragedy. Just say it was a tragedy. Like, like you ain't you got to be the one person to stand out and have to say something different. Like, it was a tragedy. Let's just move on. Like, right, right. That's that's pretty I, much I, all I got to say about it, man. It, it, you know, Kobe, Kobe. I, I, res- I, you know, we we didn't as Bulls fans, of course, most of us didn't root for Kobe. You know, we feared Kobe. At times we hated Kobe, but at the end of the day, we respected Kobe because we recognized the cloth he was cut from. He was one of the last of the Mohicans, the last of the like truly skilled and truly competitive NBA players. He was the closest thing we got to Jordan. Forget LeBron. Kobe was the closest thing to Jordan. Right. Yeah, he was. I'll I've always say that. Forever will say that. Yeah, I found out uh I actually was on a study. I was actually on a study and, you know, uh, Sydney's been having stomach issues of late. So he wanted me to take him out. So I took him out for the walk and I kept seeing like alerts pop up on my phone. And and I'm thinking the night before LeBron James had broke Kobe's, well, surpassed Kobe on the scoring list. So I'm thinking it's that stuff. So I'm like, "Eh, whatever. I ain't, you know, trying to look at it. But then another alert popped up and it said, you know, it said Kobe again. I'm like, and I see helicopter crash. I'm like, huh? So I started looking. I looked at the browser. I look at Wikipedia page. You know, I pull up Kobe's Wikipedia page. And what's funny, it didn't have his death on there yet. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, maybe that was, maybe that's just a report. There's a possibility that Kobe was in a helicopter. Let's hope it is not the case. So I'm continuing to walk Sydney. I get another alert. Kobe dies in the crash. I'm like, so I stop again. I check his Wikipedia page. There it go. Died January 26, 2020. And I'm like, wait a minute. This, I seriously? So I'm just sitting there just looking at my phone. Like, you know, the whole time Sydney looking at me like, hey, bro. Hey, I got to do something, man. Like, let's go. <laughs> what you looking at, man? What you looking at? And I'm sitting there like, uh, all right, I guess. I go back in. I go back in the house, and my study. His wife was there. They they both was there, and his wife is from California. She's from LA. So I went in. I went inside, and you know, Danita looked at me. She's like, "You all right?" I was like, "Man, I just heard Kobe, you know, died in a plane in a helicopter crash," and the sister. That's from L.A. She was like, no, are you serious? I was like, yeah. And she almost fell off the couch. She she was so shocked. And she was like, man, she was like, that's the first jersey I ever bought, you know, with, wow. with my own money. You know, they worship Kobe down in L.A. That's they going to be they it should be. She was like, it should be people already at the Staples Center now. Uh, and before, you know, you turn on the TVs. That's what's dominating the new. It was dominating everything, man. All the. Media coverage. I couldn't really watch most of it because I'm like, man, I don't want to get caught up in it. I mean, I, you know, you, I saw Doc Rivers' interview, which was real sad to watch. Jerry West and uh, Shaq, Shaq, Jalen Rose came out and, and said something. I thought Jalen Rose had one of the most respectable, you know, homages that you know he he really took you on the court with Kobe. So it was Absolutely. like it was nice. So, but yeah, like you said, man. It for a whole week, man. We the news just 
dominated with Kobe stuff, and and and, it, and then thirty minutes later, you know, we kind of thirty minutes later is when we found out Gigi died. And wait a minute, so she lost her daughter too. That, that to me, that's what made it emotional for myself. Was not not saying I don't you know don't care for a life or anything like that. It's it's hard. That is, it was already tough enough to hear that Kobe died, but then to hear that his daughter died, man, then was in the in the helicopter with him that's what yeah. made it worse man well that's what, yeah and, and then all the dramatic stories too that were coming out like, like yeah can you imagine then, what they were going through as the plane was going as the helicopter was going down but as the reports came out and the details came out like you learned it like they didn't even see it coming they they no. backed into a mountain and it wasn't you know what i'm saying it, it, it wasn't was a brace yourself moment right there was no panic involved with it it was just it was very quick and um you know, so that's that's, I guess you know, <laughs> that's I guess that's good to know. Um, you know, like, um, but, so uh, so so getting getting to this to to this next, you know, now that we got that, you know, what we were at and stuff like that out the way. Um, oh, real quick, did you hear? Did, did you hear all these people saying that the Illuminati killed Kobe Bryant? I ignored. Uh, next, next, dude. Me and next. my wife went out to Chili's that same day. Next, our waiter. Claim the I think the Illuminati killed him, just like they 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 killed Aaliyah. Like man, what the Illuminati got to do with anything, man? Are we still on that? We really still on that? How about how about bad things just happen sometimes? Time yeah, dude. The Kobe wasn't about to buy NBC. <laughs> He's just going to a game with his daughter, man. And what about the seven other people? The, the Illuminati. The, other, uh, he, the Illuminati oh killed God. him. With Illuminati sitting around a big table, man. You know we thought we was gonna kick off this war with Iran and the U.S., but that ain't work. What we gonna do next? Let's kill Kobe Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> that's how any. That's how idiotic people sound, man. The way you just described it. The way you just described it. Like, come on, man. Leave that Illuminati stuff alone, man. That, that was that 10 12 years ago when people start watching all those videos on on illuminati and the sign, people throwing throwing up the sign and all that man, ain't nobody watching that no more everybody social media they, they wait to to fame now man ain't nobody signing with record labels and and all this other stuff man come on man aau is taking over basketball like come on ain't nobody sign with no Anyway, anyway, that's cultural. This <laughs> definitely cultural. Should the NBA logo be changed? Um, nah, I, I think that's kind of overkill. I, I would. That is overkill, man. I agree with that. I, I wouldn't be. I, I'm not like opposed to it. I wouldn't like be in an outrage if they did change it. But I, I just don't think that's necessary. I don't think it's necessary either. Do you think? That all teams should retire the number twenty four like Mark Cuban did. Nah, that's goofy. I mean, like that's. I mean, like why wouldn't you want to let's, let's emulate your your star, the the player that you grew up enjoying? Right. Like like players pick the number twenty three. Like you know, yeah. and then it's like this this other question of like where does this stop? Because like not to be morbid or anything, but you know, over the next twenty years, I'm sure we're going to hear about more NBA players dying. You know, right. like, are you going to? Is every team going to retire Larry Bird's number and Mike's number and Magic's number, Shaq's number? It's like, it's like, where does it end? It's like you ain't going to have no numbers left. No, no, you're not. I don't think all. I mean, it. 
I don't think all teams are going to do it, which I think is good. I don't think the t- number 24 should be removed. Um, if players want to change their number, I know Spencer Dinwiddie changed his number and a couple other players changed their number in honor of Kobe, but that's your prerogative. You, you know, you, I, I feel like you should leave it up to the players, man. Yeah, I mean, like, come the anniversary of Kobe's death, they're all going to be wearing KB patches anyway on, on their jerseys, so... Exactly. You know, exactly. we all know that's going to be the case. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think all that other stuff is necessary. Yeah. Uh, and, and funny, speaking of the Rick Fox thing, Rick Fox said that's how he found out. Oh, when them, said it, with them claiming he had died too? Right. He said family members was calling him and he like, what? <laughs> I wasn't in no helicopter. Wait a minute. What? Kobe? Man, what? Rick. Rick Fox looked terrible too, by the way. I, I when I saw him on oh, TV, I, I thought that was Frederick Douglass. <laughs> he need a haircut, man. <laughs> he need to come to Floyd's get with these stylists at Floyd's. <laughs> get an all scissor haircut. <laughs> like, man, dude, them Tyler Perry checks ain't coming no more. Oh no, no, they not. No, they look like they slowing down, man. <laughs> look like they slowing down. Hey. <laughs> Derek, I saw the, uh, the, the, the the NBA on TNT with Ernie Johnson and all them did they little special. I didn't watch the whole thing, but you know, I saw Derek Fisher was on there. I'm like, Derek Fisher, what you on that for? I don't. I know you used to play with Kobe, but man, what you what you really here for? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Derek Fisher, the brother Sanders of the NBA. Right, right. I know. I know. <laughs> you see him around, man. You know something's up. All right, where's she at? <laughs> when I saw Derek, it's sad, man. When I saw Derek Fisher, that's the first thing I thought about. Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel sorry for Vanessa and her kids. And, oh, okay, yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure. Yeah, you're gonna be you're gonna be there for Vanessa. <laughs> I already know. <laughs> yeah, man. Get dirty, I, I was... get dirty dog. Like <laughs> they should have. They should have had Matt Barnes come up from behind him and surprise him. Playing all eyes on me in the background. Yeah. Like, don't think this Kobe died to beef over. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> all right, well. Uh, any, uh, any, real quick before we get into our, our music segment, what, what, what's your review on, on, on Zion's place thus far? Man, dude, if I had to give him a letter grade, I'd give him an A minus, man. Like, he looks good, man. He looks good. I just, I had no idea he had a three pointer, you know, a, a, a three, a, a jumper like that. Um, I know that either. He looks good, man. But I still don't trust his body, man. He gotta lose weight, man. He's just, he looks, he looks like a tank. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I know he's an, that makes him like hard to guard and an imposing force. But like, that's gonna backfire on him, man. Like. You know what I mean? It already has. Like, but he, he gotta they gotta kinda figure that out, man. What is this role really gonna be? Like what position is he gonna play? Like um, but he looks good, man. Yeah, I I, I agree, man. That dunk that alley oop dunk he caught against the Rockets the other night, man, he almost took the rim off, man. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. But yeah, I I, I, I agree. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna go B. Only because I feel like, you know, there are times where he does get a little bit lost on defense. But other than that, I mean, he he's out there. Yeah, that's just, yeah, that's going to improve over time. That's going to improve over time, and he he's out there blocking shots. He's throwing 
people's layups in the in, in the sec, six seven row. And, and for him to be six four and, and no, being down low, he's six six. They they said. They got him. I think they got him listed at six six, but I heard he's really six four. But I, you know, I could be wrong. But I mean, the dude when he's down there, I was thinking when Zion was out for all this time, I'm, and I'm looking at NBA games, and I'm like, how does Zion gonna fit? Like you got all these tall, you know, muscular players who's been in the league over eight nine years. How is Zion gonna fit through all of this, man? And then they play the Spurs, and he just. He's just bodying LaMarcus Aldridge and, and all these other bigs in the paint. <laughs> Easy. It, it, it was one play where he missed the rebound. It was like three guys on. He grabbed, he snatched the rebound from three guys and then put it back up. I'm like, okay. All yeah. right. Yeah. All right, Zion. I'll see you. And he keep be, he keep could, doing what you're doing. And he could lay it in like delicately too when he chooses to. Very soft touch. Reminds me of a. a, a a Shaq that can play two guard, you know, or three, a three guard, you know, or three, a four. I mean, so yeah, man, he he's impressed. He's been impressive. I don't think he's gonna win rookie of the year. I think John still got that in the bag, but he, he he can he can make a strong case if he keeps playing like this and he stays healthy the rest of the season. And oh, <laughs> how about those Philadelphia 76ers? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I, I mean, I've discussed him in Lim before. I'm like, what? I got, I got awards for him okay, later okay. on, so don't worry about it. We ain't gotta elaborate. <laughs> Jimmy Butler put that, put the, put the hurting on him last night. I know that. <laughs> but uh, before we get into our MVP music table discussion, we're gonna take a break for a commercial. All right, let's take a break. All right, we back. All right, all right. So we are going to resurrect our producer series. If for those who are just now listening to the show in the in past shows, we've done episodes on our favorite producers. We've unleashed their our favorite ten or fifteen tracks that these producers have made. We've done some legendary producers, and now we've been choosing some of our own personal favorite producers and putting out their music to for the fans to hear. And so this week. Uh, Ian has a producer that he would like to introduce, so I'm gonna let you have the floor, Ian. All right, all right. So, what I'm gonna do, man, I, I, I'm not gonna bore the audience with a long list of the names, tracks they never heard. But the producer I'm gonna be mixing, it's gonna be a separate mix, and uh, on our on the podcast channel, his name is K Def. I'm gonna throw on about 15, 16 tracks. K Def, he comes from kind of like that 
mid '90s New York under. Uh, some of the artists he's produced for include Busta Rhymes, Campo, um, The Artifacts, Granddaddy IU, Real Live, uh, cats like that. So I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna bore y'all with a long list of tra- uh, track names. Y'all ain't of songs y'all ain't never heard. Just check out the mix. It's it's great, laid back, boom bap, jazz sample, blues sample, uh, type of hip hop. You know I like. It's it's definitely freestyle fuel. Cool, cool. Is there uh, co- if you could name for maybe a couple of standout tracks that you would say they're also good man. though they're also good Horn Experience and probably oh man Horn Experience and probably Smooth nah, no Get Hot Get Hot <laughs> okay cool cool so yeah don't forget that uh, we're going to have these mixes available. So I'm definitely going to be promoting these definitely on, on uh, through social media and also on our platform here on Anchor. If Anchor is nice enough and doesn't fire us. So up next, I got Mr. Scruff. Uh, he hasn't done anything over the last decade. But I would say in the late 2000s, I kind of linked on to this dude. And I really like his work there. He actually came out with four albums. Uh, Mr. Cruff, Keep It Unreal, The Ninja Ninja Tuna, and it's actually, that's actually a double CD. And then Keep It Unreal, they came out with like an anniversary uh, album of Keep It Unreal. So it's actually three albums, but um, I'm not going to list all the tracks, but there are some standout cuts. Actually, there are a couple of tracks on here that aren't. There's one track on here that's not an instrumental, but I just really like the instrumental to this track. That is an actual song uh, with Andrea Triana called Hold the Dub. Dope, dope track, man. Just the bass line, man. He he kills this track, man. But for those who I would say for the popular, the fans with that, that have an ear for more popular music. Um, Mr. Scruff has a couple of tracks that might appease to you. One uh, is is get get a, a move on, which is kind of a house track, but they've played this on commercials. They played this song on on a, this instrumental on a lot of movies and, and movie scores and stuff like that. Uh, pretty dope. And then another a couple of highlight beats uh, from this album. I'm gonna text you this track list for you uh Ian so you could be able to put it all together but rocking chair which definitely has a nice old 70s soulful feel to this beat and then so long which is the very first song instrumental track that introduced me to Mr. Scruff I actually got introduced to Mr. Scruff off Pandora actually uh, when I had a Pandora account a long time ago Shouts out to Pandora people that still got Pandora accounts if they still do uh, <laughs> with Apple Music and Spotify taking over I don't know if people still got their accounts but yeah uh, So Long was the first track that I heard real it, it, it has like a real like black on both sides most deaf feel to the track just real straightforward boom bap hip hop and you know the rest of the album is pretty good if I had to choose his best album if you want to start off 
you know, listening to more of his music. I would say Keep It Unreal, which came out in 1999. It's, it's actually a big 10 year gap between Keep It Unreal and Ninja Tuna, but Keep It Unreal is, to me, it's just got that boom bap 90s feel to it. To me, it's his best work. So you can listen to that album all the way through and won't have an issue with it. Uh, Ninja Tuna, it's got some skippables, but it's got some good tracks on there as well. So um, you feel free to check both of these mixes out and we'll be definitely getting those ready for us and um, uh, enjoy. Absolutely. I thought you I just knew you were going to put the track Just Just on there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got that on the list, too. I got that on the list. That's, that's one of my favorite scruff beat. Uh-huh. Yeah, most deaf, most deaf. Real quick, can I ask you a cultural or regional question? Yes. Cultural or regional. People celebrating the anniversary of their baptism. This is a new phenomenon I, I've noticed, like, popping up. And I don't know if this is going like, to turn into a thing. But people have been, like, going out. Going all out, like doing parties for like their baptism anniversaries, like getting cakes and stuff. The whole nine. Uh, I don't think it's a cultural or regional thing. I think this is this something that I've heard of this. This is not my first time hearing this. I'm I've just heard now this. hearing about it. Yeah, I heard about it too. Uh, I know a particular couple that raised this. Well, it's a sister, and she. Yeah, every every year, man, they may, they do it big, man. Like they do it big. It's like it's like people how people do it on their birthdays, man. It's straight up. I got baptized. Let's turn up, type thing. I'm like, oh, okay. Hey y'all, right. hey y'all, stop that, man. Stop that. Y'all heard it here first. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. Claim, I don't think it's a cultural or regional thing at all. I, I don't. I just think for, just people speak, doing what they want. I don't speak for Rodney, so y'all don't take this out on him. I speak for myself. Y'all need to stop doing that out here in these streets. It's weak. It's whack. <laughs> it's, it's, it looked like you missed celebrating your birthday, so you're going to do this. Man, if you want to enjoy life, man, just enjoy life, man, because you want to. Don't do it because right. you feel like something else, like because you're missing out on celebrating your birthday. Like, get together for whatever, whenever. I don't think saying? there's any... I don't think there's anything in the Bible on record of Jesus celebrating his baptism. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even I didn't even think about that part of it. But like, yeah, you go get a whole cake and whatnot, man. Just get a right. Just get a cake that says I'm that nigga when you feel like. It. like <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I don't know, man. I I, I don't. You know what? What kills me that some witnesses do is because stuff is not in print or in writing. They just want to just take stuff to the next level and give the branch a reason to put something in writing. <laughs> it's like what? It's a a writing that's cultural. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have our answer. Yeah, it's cultural. It's cultural. Definitely cultural. <laughs> Let me add that because 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 the couple that I the, 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 the couple that I know that I've heard of that that does this. I'm not gonna s- spill any names, but they're uh, black. They're black. They look like you and me. Right. They look like you and me. Same in your case. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, it was brought to my attention somebody on um 
social media had posted something and my wife had showed it to me and like they had like the cake set out and it was for like two years too so it's like i'm thinking of it like okay you've only been been in this thing for two years there's a chance you might miss some of the things you used to do so this is why you're doing it but i can see i can see this becoming a trend and kind of like snowballing into this like you know what I mean? It's like bigger thing where now everyone's trying to do it, and now they're trying to outdo the last person. It's weak, man. It's weak. It's like, you know, if you want to get together with friends and have a good time, just get together with friends and have a good time, man. You ain't always got to attach, you know, a, a, some sort of commemoration to everything, man. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't. at least that's the way I look at it. Yeah, I I look at it differently. I, I feel like, man, ain't nothing you can celebrate. Just, just, just have fun being a witness, man. You gotta celebrate the day you got baptized, man. That, 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 that's gonna get old, man. That's gonna get old real quick. And it's gonna, it's the other people watching who haven't took take that, taken that step yet. They're gonna look at that as like, oh, that's something cool I can do after I, I get baptized. Right. And now you got all these baptisms that aren't wholehearted. It's just, oh, I'm getting baptized because I want to get my birthday. Exactly. I'm gonna get my baptism party. Yeah, I want to have a party every year, man. Do not invite me to none, nothing like that out there. Y'all see me in the streets and y'all invite me to that. I'm, I'm gonna punch you in your face, like. <laughs> you gonna do a red man, <laughs> man, dude? I'm gonna snatch you right out them skinny jeans, you know, whatever it is you wear. <laughs> oh man, let's get let's get into thin space, man. I wanted to share something with the magnificent vibes fans i shared it with ian off wax but i'm about to put this on wax before i get into this Ian, you you had you had mentioned to me you had left out some cereals from our previous this face i did man just a, just a handful uh nothing long man one I, I left out man captain crunch man i don't know how, how i left the captain oh my wife loves captain crunch man captain crunch man dude i mess with it i mess with it do you oh. do all of them no, I don't do the I don't do the oops all berries one. That's over here. Like what is that? What is that? Oops all berries, man. That's that's just tricks. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it's tricks. It's that's that's how I view it. It's just tricks. Just buy just buy some tr- a, a, a box of tricks. All right, next right. one. Shredded mini wheats. Uh frosted shredded mini wheats. Um those are good. You get you get your sweet, you get your wheat, and you know it's the perfect balance. It tastes good and it's good for you, man. Get your fiber intake. You know, that's really important for those of us in our 30s and above. We got to get our fiber. And then, of course, I already mentioned tricks. And then there's another one, man. Raisin Bran is trash, but Honey Raisin Bran is the bomb. Is a Honey Raisin Bran? Yes. So they take Raisin Bran and regular Raisin Bran, but they dip the flakes. They give it like Honey coating. Oh, okay. It's the bomb, man. It's the bomb. I, 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 it's, a, it's some other bad ones I gotta mention. Alphabet cereal was trash. It was trash. Smack. I never, I never gave it a chance. Smacks was trash. Life, Smacks is nasty. Life is like, oh my god, life is terrible. Um, and they didn't like to put black people on their box, so I ain't got time for you, life. <laughs> Then you had get out of my life. Right. Get out of my life. Then you had Crispix, which was just a worse version of life. Crispix? What's that? I ain't never heard of Crispix. Oh, uh, you you know when you see it. 
you know when you oh, okay. It's just a nastier version of life. And then you had kicks, man. Like kicks was one of those cereals. It looked like it sh- it should have tasted good, but then as soon as you ate it, it was like, what is this? Yeah, that's that's yeah. I hated kicks, man. Mom. Okay. I, I forgot about Rice Krispies too. Like Rice Krispies was was t- was terrible. They got soggy super quick. Um, crisp rice. For those of us who couldn't afford Rice Krispies all the time, your parents mm-hmm. might have bought crisp rice. The, the the quality of the rice kernels wasn't as as good. Um, what else? Pebbles, man. All pebbles was trash. Cocoa pebbles, fruity pebbles. It was all trash. And anything under that. Yeah, fruity pebbles was, is trash. That Count Chocula, Blueberry, Frankenberry family, that that, <laughs> that was that was trash too. I mean, man, it was just one elder of a hall, man. We used to call him Count Chocula. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because they look like Count Chocula. <laughs> <laughs> oh, skinny, man. yeah, like the he had the the the, the, the receding hairline. He had the he, he had the run. V. He had the uh, widow's peak. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> he can't the barbershop. Uh, as soon as I start getting close to that wheel speed, you're like, hey, 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 just keep the wheel speed, please. All right, thank you. <laughs> they be all embarrassed, too, to tell. As a, I'm saying this from a barber standpoint. Man, brothers be embarrassed to even reveal that they keep in a widow's peak. That's how whack a widow's peak is, man. Yeah. They, they keep it, but they don't want to hear you. They, 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 they're ashamed to tell you they keep it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This brother didn't even go to no barber though. He, he just combed it back. He caught it today, man. Oh no, terrible. What about Cookie Crisp? I didn't have nothing against Cookie Crisp, but I just never ate it a lot. You know, it was it was one of those cereals that did really didn't hold no appeal to me. Gotcha, gotcha. I, I I saw something that caught my eye at Walmart last week. And I took a picture of it. I meant to send it to you. But have you seen this Hershey's Kisses cereal? No. Dude. I'm going to send it. I mean, I'm about to send it. I'm sending it to you as we speak. I'm sending it to you as we speak. Now, so you can it's blasphemy. Now, I, I have seen. Have you seen this Jolly Rancher cereal? No, I haven't seen the Jolly Rancher cereal. Okay. Ugh, this looks terrible, dude. Dude, it looks like dog food, bruh. It does, man. <laughs> this looks terrible. <laughs> oh my Ain't nobody God. gonna eat that, man. Yeah, that looks worse than the Jolly Rancher uh, cereal I saw. I, have you seen this Reese's Reese's Puff cereal too? I saw the Reese's Puff cereal. I saw that. I can't do it. I can't do you it. Can't do it. Nope. And- See, I'm not a cereal person, so it's easy to turn me off when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah. But that, those, those are other cereals I wanted to mention. And of course, anything by Monster Mill. Monster Mill was terrible back in the day. My mom used to buy it. Because, like, <laughs> I didn't. I used to have a bad ha- habit of not eating my grits. So my mom bought Monster Mill thinking I was going to be better. And I was just like, nah, I'll take the grits over this. Like, this. <laughs> that mess, yeah. you let it cool off, man. It turned into concrete. Uh, no. Mm-mm. I'm glad my mom didn't buy that stuff. It was terrible, man. It was terrible. I hated it. Well, I I got a I got a restaurant that I want to put on Front Street here on on Magnificent Vibes. It, does, it, the, does it have uh, mandolins, violins? It could. 
it could, but they don't. That's all. If they had that, I would have gave it a good grade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got everything else except the mandolin and violins. I'm like, you need to add some, add a band in here or something, man. Make this place a little bit more cool. But anyway, man, it's called Chicken Farm Shop. It's in the Soul House in the West Loop. I never gave this place a chance. I've been working in the West Loop for eight years now. The chicken shop has been there for, I would say, roughly around five or six years. Never gave it a chance. I always walk past there like, oh, it's probably bougie and, you know, it ain't real chicken. It ain't going to taste good. But a brother reached out to me that I do, that's in my zone for Metro Witnessing and said, hey, you know, it's this place called you know, chicken shop, you know, chicken farm shop. They have half off the whole menu. Uh, you, you know, we, I think we all do a shift. You know, let's go down there and hang out. I was like, okay, cool. And it was on the night when, when Lamar Jackson went off for like six touchdowns against the Rams, you know. So we had, at least we was able to catch a good game. But we got down there. Place is nice. Food is excellent. At the time, I was still doing keto, so I couldn't really take advantage of the whole entire menu. So I just got like a, a, a fourth chicken, a, a fourth grilled chicken in the chip. The whole menu is chicken everything. So there's nothing else other than chicken. And then you got sides like uh, they got the fried Brussels sprouts, which is real good. They got fries and all that other stuff, right? So did the, the fourth chicken. They got a chicken sandwich that's huge. I mean, 10 times bigger than the the, the the Popeye's chicken sandwich. And it's good. I tried it the second time I visited. Now, the second time I visited, my wife tried to make an appointment. She was, And they was like, well, we're only doing half off the menu until 5 o'clock. I was like, she was like, okay, well, we'll make our appointment 4.30 and we just get there at 4.30 and we just you know the, wait, the waiter actually allowed us to count it you know but then the waiter says this yeah this is going to be the last week we doing half off uh, half price menu on Mondays oh said, you told me about that spot I said what why it was like oh you know they just they, uh, he, he didn't really have a good explanation for my guess is this the last the first time i went it was a bunch of people like me and you in crowded stacked people on top of people eating chicken good chicken at that for half the price my bill was only 20 bucks dude for what i got my when i looked at the real prices my bill should have came out to like 40 something so let me ask you this what does the owner look like don't know Cause it's it's in a soul it's in a soul house so it's actually a uh it's kind of like a hotel complex and then it's got like restaurants and and they got a restaurant attached to it and then they have a beauty salon in the basement area where you can you know get your hair done or get your nails done or whatever so it's it's a combination of everything it's one of those places where you got to have a membership to go in but not the restaurant part Mm, you gotta you gotta qualify you gotta sign up and you gotta meet all these 
expectations so, so or whatever. Suspect, you suspect they got rid of the half baked on off chicken, half off chicken pricing because too many people who look like us were were, were jamming them up on this day. Exactly. Hey man, I'm on it. I'm a, I'm gonna call up Farrakhan. <laughs> we gonna march up there. We gonna see what's up. <laughs> hey man, get this half price chicken Mondays back on Monday. Yeah, that's whack. That's whack. super whack, man. Super whack. And I was gonna. I and I'm so good. You know, that was when we went on a uh, on a month and a half hiatus for 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 magnificent vibes. But if that after that first week, I definitely was gonna get on the show, do a theater space, and get this this place such an excellent review. But then after that second visit, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Chicken farm shop, you get a big fat theater space. Yes, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna send a shout out real quick. I wanna send a, a recommendation out to a restaurant by the name of Barry Fields. Um on a okay. on 147th in Pulaski, I believe that's South Holland. But we went there for hospitality a couple weeks ago. I called them in the morning because I, I knew our group was gonna be big. Like it was like it was like 24, 26 of us. They was like, Well, we'll we'll do our best to accommodate y'all. Just call when y'all on your way. They, you know, they split. They had to split us up in two groups because really, what restaurant can accommodate that many people? Um, but it was, it was great, man. The food was great. They had great prices. The food came out quick. They were very hospitable. I think, I think it's run by a bunch of Greeks. Um, and they have a, a six ninety nine pancake special on um, in the afternoons. Um, I, man, dude, I, I, I paid between me, my wife, the speaker, and his wife. And the two people that the speaker brought, I only mm-hmm. we only paid for our bill for six of us seventy seven dollars, including a tip. Mm. I had French toast, I had bacon, I had eggs, I had coffee, all the coffee I could drink. I walked out of that stuff. Nice. So Berry Fields, hundred forty seventh, and Pulaski. Um, check them out. Check them out. Okay. Let's, okay. get to, let's get to these awards. All right, man. Uh, first off, we got the milk carton award. I don't have nothing this week, so what you got? I actually don't have nothing. I, I had something, but like we all know what's going on with him. It was Kyrie Irving. He's out again for at least another week. Knee injury. They said it could have been a lot worse, but he was fortunate. Um, I kind of did. You see the injury? No, no, not. It real. was bad, dude. It was bad. I thought he, I thought he had the tour as ACL, man. Wow. It was bad. But I, I said that about Kyrie I, in the past. I said, you know, he's. Let's not forget, he's not in the best of best of health himself. You know what I mean? Like he puts a lot of wear and tear on his body, and you know, you know, hey, you know, I hope him and KD can stay healthy together, man. For for their sake, but that's all I got. Cool, cool. You played yourself award. Mine's goes to all of these, and, and there's a lot of them. Uh, we already talked. You guys talked about it in the group chat. I kind of had to catch up late on it because I ain't really getting the conversation. But all these news reporters and writers and all that trying to bring up Kobe's past with that whole rape case, man. Y'all need to shut up, man. Y'all played yourself. Is your job that is worth that? Is, is, is are you so passionate about it that your job you gonna put your job on the line because you feel so strongly about something that a dude got pretty much uh, presumed innocent about sixteen years ago? Like what do you what? Do you, what's the deal? What's the deal? I don't get it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I again, people just want to have a different take on things. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you played yourself to uh, uh, Trump uh, for congratulating the state of Kansas. Yes, for the, <laughs> oh for the Kansas City Chiefs uh, Super Bowl win. It's like, it's like, dude, how do you not? You're the president. How do you not know where the city? Oh, whatever. Whatever. Hey, you know he, you know he, he just mad. He mad because the Patriots didn't make it to the Super Bowl. You know, you know him and Robert Kraft are boys. <laughs> uh, Essence of Otis Award. What you got? <laughs> Essence of Otis, man. I got, I got two awards for two winners of the Essence of Otis Award. Um, the XFL. Yeah, ain't nobody coming to see the XFL. Right. Ain't nobody trying to see the XFL except for like degenerate gamblers. They right. they put out a tweet after the Super Bowl like yeah our time is coming we'll be back yeah, there ain't nobody trying to see you XFL y'all tried nah. this twenty years ago and it failed nothing's gonna, nothing's gonna happen with it again and my nope. next my next winner is Zach Levine for entering the three point contest ain't nobody coming to see you Zach Levine wait a minute he gonna do the three point contest yeah. yeah and you know he's still he's still on the fence about doing the dunk contest. Well, he he already won that, so I don't I don't see why he would do that again. But like, come on, man, a three point contest? Yeah, ain't no one coming to see that. <laughs> hey, I, I, I my award, my ain't nobody coming to see you award goes to Dwight Howard. I don't want to see this man in no dunk contest. I'm sorry. <laughs> when I first heard this man being in a dunk contest. I was pissed. I was like, "What? Are you kidding me? What is what is he gonna What is he gonna do? Like, I don't I don't get it." Yeah, he wasn't good ten years ago. Right, he was trash. All he did was put on a Superman cape and barely dunked the ball. He threw the it wasn't even a dunk. He just threw it in, and he was up against weak competition. Yeah, he basically jumped over a guy like who was my height, who was like bending down. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, that was whack. That was whack. Ain't nobody coming to see you. Uh, Cuddy Award. My Cuddy Award goes to Damian Lillard. He is knocking everybody down flights of stairs. Yeah. This man is averaging 48 points a game during the last six games. And... And I know all the Kobe, everybody was all the Kobe stuff was going on. Lakers had the big ceremony. They had, they, you know, LeBron gave his speech. He, he dropped a couple of curse words in the process. You know, LeBron does his LeBron thing. You know, it's, it's Mamba mentality in L.A. And, and, and what does Damian Lillard do? Yeah, he dropped that 50-piece <laughs> on. Hey, hey, take this 50-piece with you. <laughs> Hey, all that sappy, that's, that's cool. I, I'm, I'm sorry about Kobe. I, I, you know, he was one of my, you know, idols growing up. But uh, I play for the Blazers, and we trying to get to the playoffs. So take this 50 with you. <laughs> yeah, shout out to him, man. He's been balling, man. He's been balling. He, I actually, I actually want to talk about him on the next next episode where we do our midseason awards or whatever. Yes, and that's definitely coming up. Yeah, we, we, we got to get Christian on that if possible. Um, yes, my Cuddy Award, man. Go. Yeah, finish that bracket too, man. Yeah, absolutely. 
It's just it's just hanging and suspended in time. <laughs> it's looking at me like, man, when you gonna finish me? <laughs> <laughs> My cutting award goes to an individual who should have got it a few weeks ago. Um, but it, this story kind of got lost in all the other things going on in the NBA and there's all the other storylines, trade deadlines, Super Bowl, Kobe. This this story kind of got lost in the shuffle. I want to give a cutty award to Kevin Garnett for the interview he did on the Bill Simmons show where he declared how they broke uh, LeBron James in the past out of Celtics. Oh yeah, I forgot I never, about I never that. Never got a chance to talk about it. I want to give him a delayed Cuddy Award for that. Um, that interview, it was on point, man. It was on point. I gotta go back and watch that. Yeah, I heard yeah, like he, snippets of it. He just put it out there, like, yeah, let's not forget how LeBron got to Miami. We broke him, right? Right. Yeah, they did. They did. The proof is in the pudding. Go go back and see what happened in 2010. And in the second round of that series between the Celtics and the Cavs. And it teach you everything you need to know. Yes, uh, last award. It's a shame. It's a shame what happened to the 49ers. It's a shame what happened to Kyle Shanahan. Giving up not only... Did he blow a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter? But it's he people forget he was also the offensive coordinator of the Atlanta Falcons when they blew a 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl. Now I ain't saying this them losing the Super Bowl is all Shannon Hans fault. I thought he coached a very good game. But, you know, uh man, it's a shame what happened to him going to the Super Bowl and losing in the and losing two consecutive Super Bowls in this fashion. I know it's got to hurt, so uh, shame what happened to him. Yep, yep. Man, it's a shame what happened to Clint Capella. Oh, man, dude. The trade the, the trade news is getting louder and louder. Yeah, by the time this, this episode airs, he probably going to be traded, man. Like, I I don't know for who, but like, um, you know, I, I'm in favor of it, man. Like, Clint Capella ain't really doing much over there. Like, he don't really have space to grow you know what I mean it's such a James Harden centric offense in the way they play and then like I think I think Capella has defensive potential but he's not on a team that you know stresses defense I like him I would love to see him in a Bucks uniform I think he fits defensively what the Bucks want to do he's long he's lanky he's athletic you know they you know they don't they don't live and die by the three-pointer. So I think what happened was Houston's offense just became too fast for him to keep up with. And he's tired. This dude can't even – dude, their, their record is trash with him in the lineup. But when he's not in the lineup, they're like 9-1. and one. Oh, wow. So, like, they're playing small ball. They've been playing small ball the whole season. And Capella's barely, barely playing. And I'm sure he wants to go somewhere where he can play. So, from what I heard, Houston's trying to get another wingman, somebody like a, a 3 and D player, to really help out with defending LeBron or, you know, defending Kawhi Leonard if they play the Clippers. Like, they're looking for something like that. But, you know, I, I, yeah, it, I'm, I'm in agreement with you. By the end of this podcast, he probably won't be a Rocket anymore. Yeah, and, and you know Houston is just going to whiff on whatever the trade is. Because, like, 
I, I, oh, yeah. I heard they're trying to trade him for picks, and then they're going to trade the picks for another wing player. And it's like, really, y'all, y'all really think that's going to get y'all over the hump? Like, no, nah, man. Adding a wing player that 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 neither uh, Westbrook or Harden's going to pass to. I still don't think Houston is better than Denver. I, I still don't think they're better than the Jazz. I still don't think they're better than the Lakers or the Clippers. Like, I, dude, you're not going to win a championship with Harden being inefficient, man. And it's with not going to happen. Tony as your, your head coach. That, yes, exactly. It, it's just not going to happen. Maury can do all of these trades and, and, and all this stuff all he wants. It's not going to work because look who, with the players that you got. Look at the coach that you got. You should have fired D'Antoni after last season. You didn't do it. So, I don't know, man. I, I just, you know, the, the, the Rockets, they got some work to do. For the, I, I don't, they're not going anywhere. They're, they're not going anywhere. Let's just put it to you like that. Plain and simple. But, uh, oh, and it's a shame what happened to D-Rose, man, getting cheated out of uh, not getting picked for the All-Star team. Man, dude. I, I was, I was, yeah, I was kind of pissed off about that. We talking about yeah. Bradley Bill, like getting snubbed. Like forget Bradley Bill. Like, forget Bradley Bill. That team trash. The All Star game is in Chicago. Derrick Rose needs to be here. Yeah, yeah. Cal Lowry, man, come on, man. Oh, man. real quick and real quick. Notice, notice. Uh, okay, everyone sent out their little, you know, RIP tweets, and we love Mamba. Uh, Mamba forever tweets. You ain't seen none of that from Derrick Rose. You know why? <laughs> Why? Kobe wasn't folks. <laughs> <laughs> and that ends our show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna end it on that note. <laughs> I gotta go cut some heads, man. Alright, I could go I gotta go sell these drugs to the community. <laughs> <laughs> like Colin Kaepernick was doing during the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well, appreciate it. I'm so glad we back. We're going to try to do two shows in a row, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) So we won't have y'all waiting too long. And uh, that will do it for our show. So with that said, we'll see you on the next one. All right. Peace, 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 peace.